there, and welcome back to the 10th episode of Just a Thought with Lainey Evans. I'm your host, Lainey, and today I'm really excited because we're going to be talking all about self-care, but before we get into that, I want to be able to do the weekly segments, starting off with my drink of the week, which is a matcha latte, but it's slightly different this time. So usually when I make my matcha lattes, I will do... Half oat milk, half almond milk, and then obviously like the matcha, like a matcha Americano. Today, so a fun fact about me, and I really hope I don't get, um, I don't want to make people mad, but I do not like pumpkin spice, um, and it's not because I don't want to like it, it's physically because anytime I try to have pumpkin spice, I feel sick or I do throw up. So, when fall comes around, I am definitely a person that leans more towards, like, the apple and, like, cinnamon side of fall rather than, like, the pumpkin spice side of fall. Um, So, I changed my latte up today by adding cinnamon into the oat milk before I blended it to get it, like, nice and frothy. And it just adds, like, a little extra bit of like fall flavor it's so good so that is what I'm sipping on today um also before we get into before we get like fully into this episode I just want to preface this by saying um I just got my wisdom teeth removed yesterday So if I sound like I'm talking weird, it is because my face is very swollen and I'm in a little bit of pain, Um, but I still wanted to be able to get a podcast out for you guys because obviously I love doing this, I love talking about different topics, and I'm feeling okay at the moment, so I thought now would be a good time to record. But if I sound like I'm talking with a little bit of a lisp, It is because I just had my wisdom teeth removed. So, recap of my week. I had a pretty chill week, I would say. Pretty average. I had work and I had dance. I had a couple of doctor's appointments that I usually do on Wednesdays because that's my day off from work. And then over the weekend... What did I do over the weekend? Um, oh, sat, mm, mm, hold up. Yes, so I did talk about this in my last podcast episode because I did record my last podcast podcast episode on Saturday. So I really have only had Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, So yeah, my Sunday, I just um, did my usual like reset. I cleaned up my space. I went and got groceries and I meal prepped. I also had to go and teach choreography to some parents for a homecoming assembly, which was a lot of fun to do. I'm very happy that um, they reached out and asked me to do that. 
and it was just very, it was a very good time. It was fun to see them enjoying doing the dance and just, you know, it was meant to be a funny little thing. And I think that it's going to make the kids at the homecoming pep rally really happy. So I'm glad I got to do that. Then Monday I had work and dance. And then Tuesday I also had work. Um, and then I worked out Tuesday night. Yesterday, I had my wisdom teeth removed in the morning and spent majority of the day um, just sitting on the couch dealing with the pain. Um, I actually took the anesthesia really well. Like, I came out of it really well. I wasn't sleepy the entire day. Um, I was pretty much awake. I maybe took, like, a half an hour to a one-hour nap around, like, 4.30 or 5.00. Um, but other than that, I really wasn't drowsy, um, and my mom and I went for a walk last night, because I was feeling okay, so we went, it wasn't a super long walk, it was probably like 20 to 30 minutes, but it was just nice to get outside, because I had been inside all day, and the weather was really nice out. We also got to watch some fireworks that were happening, because, um, the town that I live in was having their homecoming night um so they had fireworks and we got to watch those we could see and we had a perfect view from our house which was really beautiful and then that leads me to today 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 is actually thursday that i'm recording this um and so far this morning i've just been taking care of all the things i need to take care of for my wisdom teeth i was able to eat breakfast i was able to get that down and haven't really had any issues other than one of my stitches decided to come out already. So that gave me a little bit of a spook, but apparently they can start to dissolve within the first day, um, even within like the day that you get your surgery. So yeah, I'm the bleeding stopped, which is good. And I'm just, you know, I'm just really trying my best to let this heal as best as it can. You know, I, I don't want to, like, get dry sockets or do something I'm not supposed to do, so I'm trying to take it very seriously. Um, I guess my high over the past three days was probably... I, I really enjoyed teaching that choreography to those parents, so I think that was probably my high. And then my low... I don't even really know. Getting my wisdom teeth out wasn't like a low, but I did have a small panic attack when I was getting put under because I kind of have a fear of like not waking up from the anesthesia. Um, but the nurses were super duper sweet. And one of the nurses was holding my hand and telling me that I was doing a great job and I came out of it and I'm okay now. So I'm very grateful for that. It's just, you know, it was something that was kind of scary to me. Um, but I got through it, and that's what matters. So I guess my low, other than having like a small panic attack, I guess it's just like dealing with the pain. Um, because obviously having surgery does not feel very good, so there's going to be pain that comes with it. So I'm not enjoying being in pain, obviously, but I feel like it definitely could be a lot worse. So I'm really not going to try to c complain too much about it. My goal this week, so last week my goal was to prioritize getting sleep, and I'm still 
I'm definitely getting enough sleep. Like, I'm getting, like, eight to nine hours of sleep. But I'm still having the issue of I'm waking up in the middle of the night. And I really want to be able to just have a night where I sleep all the way through. But I don't know specifically what's causing me to wake up in the middle of the night every night. Um, so I probably will be talking to my doctor about that when I go in in a couple weeks. And I'm crossing my fingers that we'll have that figured out before I go to school. So that when I get to school I can just sleep all the way through the night. Because I'm going to need all the rest and recovery I can get when I'm out there. My goal for this week is to prioritize eating one meal without any distractions. I did this when I was on vacation in Alabama. I ate my breakfast every morning without any distractions. And it was just, it was such a nice experience. Like I felt so, like in the moment, I felt so present. And I guess it was easier there because I had like the ocean to look at. And like, I don't know, I just, I felt more productive because I was away on vacation and whatever but I really want to implement that here at home because I know it made me feel better when I did it there so I'm gonna try to do that this week um starting today and then the last little segment we have is how am I on a scale of one to ten before I answer that how are you doing on a scale of one to ten check in with yourself You know, is there something you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better? Is there something going on right now that you just need to try to maybe not give so much energy to and just relax a little bit? Um, Maybe you're doing really good. If you are, that's amazing. But even if you aren't, just know that you're doing your best and that's what matters. Um, I would say I'm probably like a five- Um, like I said last week, I consider five just being pretty calm and I'm feeling in a pretty calm state. I'm not in pain, too much pain at the moment and, but I'm also not like extremely like ecstatic or like happy or anything. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm chilling right now. I'm doing, doing decent. All right, you guys, I am excited to get into today's actual like topic which is my 10 favorite self-care tips now I want to just say really quickly I obviously I think doing things self-care like putting on a face mask or taking a bath are like super duper important for self-care and can be really nice sometimes but these are more self-care things I try to implement into like my daily routine Um, because self-care for me is, has become more of a daily thing rather than, you know, just like once a week or once a month, because like for me, it, it's a lot more beneficial. And I think self-care can be a lot smaller habits than what you would think, because self-care literally just means to care for yourself and to, to take care of yourself. So these are my 10 favorite things that I like to do for self-care. The first one is movement. I've said it time and time again, movement is so important for me. I enjoy movement so much. I love weightlifting. I love dance. I, depending on what kind of yoga I'm doing, I like it. Um, I love stretching. 
I, I just, I don't know, all, lots of movement. I would love to get into running, but I also know that um, with my asthma, that probably would be hard for me to do, but I definitely think it is a goal for me to eventually get into that. I probably will wait until next summer, though, just because I don't do great with cold weather, and I'm worried that if I started running in the winter, I'd be freezing. But I've also thought about implementing like sprints and stuff into my workouts at the gym after I lift weights. So if I do that, I will update you guys. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, any form of movement is just really helpful for me from like from a mental standpoint and from a physical standpoint. Can also make movement a social thing if you like group classes or just like playing a sport with your friends or going swimming, anything like that is such a great way to show yourself some care. The second tip that I have for self-care is nutrient-dense and balanced meals that I actually enjoy. I don't think that you should have to eat foods that you don't enjoy just because they are quote-unquote healthy. Uh, Personally, I do not like labeling foods as healthy or unhealthy or good or bad. I love to find a balance for everything. I think that there is room for everything. Obviously, I do really like to prioritize foods that make me feel very good, and the foods that make me feel the best are foods that are very nutrient-dense, that have lots of vitamins and minerals, and that have, you know, proteins, carbs, fats, all that, all that stuff. But it also means that there is room for foods that are just good for my soul, that bring me joy, that create memories with other people. And I think that that balance is different for everyone. And that balance has even changed for me. Like, I think it changes over time for people depending on what part of life they're in. And I think that it's completely normal for that to happen which is another reason why I think people should never comment on the way that people eat because everyone's in their own, you know, flow of life. And it's not really our business to talk about what other people, like what we think about what other people eat or drink or anything like that. So yes, nutrient-dense and balanced meals. And along with the meals, I also make sure that if I'm hungry between meals, I give myself snacks. I have dessert literally every night, pretty much. And I just, I, yeah, I always make sure that whenever I'm feeling hungry, I feel myself. And I always make sure it's something that I'm going to enjoy, that I'm actually craving. My third favorite self-care tip. Also, I just want to say these are not in any specific order. I love all of these tips, and I think that even just implementing a couple of them, even just one of them, could make a huge difference. So, the next one I have, and it kind of goes with movement, but it's outdoor walks. And I say this separately from movement because outdoor walks are just... It's not even always about the, the fact that I'm going for a walk. Sometimes it's literally just the fact that I'm outside in the sunlight, you know, got like fresh air, that breeze, I'm in nature, 
it just feels so good. It's so calming for my nervous system. It helps my anxiety. It clears my head. There's so many benefits that I've noticed. And I do notice a difference in how I feel when I get out of routine of going on outdoor walks. And obviously, in the winter, it's very hard to do that. So this past winter, I definitely noticed that You know, there were times where I felt a little bit more down and I realized it was because I hadn't been outside and been able to go on my nice walks that I like to go on. But that's why I try to really prioritize those in the spring, the summer and the fall because I can still handle the weather at that time. And in the winter, if I am able to bundle up and go for a walk comfortably, I will. But obviously... It, it can be harder to do in the winter when it's snowing and it can be slippery and it's gloomy, you know. So definitely recommend, even if you don't want to go for a walk, just getting outside. It's such an amazing feeling, even if it's for five minutes, just sitting in the sun, you know, breathe in that fresh air, maybe go put your feet in the grass try some grounding that feels amazing my fourth favorite self or like my fourth um self-care tip that I have is surrounding myself with friends and family that I love people that I know care about me and that I care about them it's really important I know sometimes it can be hard to not know who you want to surround yourself with and that's why I personally think it's just a trial and error thing You know, be willing to put yourself in situations where you're not sure if you're going to fully enjoy it. And if you don't, that's okay. You know for next time. But if it turns out better than you expected, now you know that you have that group of friends to go to or that you can do something with your family. I just really think that building relationships with the people that you care about is super duper important. And also just continuing to grow those bonds with people which is definitely something that I have been trying to be better about. As I've talked about before, sometimes it can be hard for me to reach out to people because of my anxiety and because I get overwhelmed. But I'm trying my hardest to put an effort to make sure that the people that I care about know that I care about them and that I love them and that I'm here for them. So I definitely recommend you surround yourself with people that you love and care about. Next one is getting off of my phone uh, slash social media. I know for me, when I'm getting super overwhelmed, I feel like a lot of people talk about this, how much of a difference is putting your phone down and getting off of social media. Like, it can make you feel so much better. And I know it can get annoying to hear, but it really is true. We, us as people, as human beings, I don't think we're meant to just be on our phones, on technology all the time. We're meant to have those connections with other people, have connection with the earth, have connection with the energies that are flowing around us and take time alone and sit with our thoughts and feelings. And when we have these screens in front of us all the time, it can be really hard to give our mind and our body that space to connect. And I think that that's one of the main reasons why when you take a step away from your phone or from social media, you can feel immense relief or like a calm, calmness, calming effect. 
is because you're just not, you don't have this overwhelming load of all these people that you barely even know or all of these trends or, you know, there's just so much energy that's filling up your own personal space. And I think it's really important to just clear that space out from time to time and make sure that you're really, you know, listening to yourself and filling up your space with things other than social media or electronics. Sorry, that was a little bit rambly, but I I hope you understand what I mean by that. Number six, my my, my sixth self-care tip is therapy. Now, I know therapy can be a very privileged thing. Um, I personally am privileged enough to be able to see a therapist every other week, and I do not take it for granted. I am very thankful to be able to see someone, have someone to talk to, and I know that therapy is not accessible for everyone, but even just being able to have a trusted person in your life that you can talk to you know, go to when you're having an issue, if that's like a family member or a friend, I think that that is such an important thing to be able to do, to be able to open up to someone and just have someone who listens and they don't necessarily have to give you any advice or share opinions. You can just ask them, you know, hey, I'm really struggling with this thing right now. Can you just sit and listen to what I have to say just so I can get it off my chest? And I think that the people that care about you will be willing to just sit and listen because they truly want what's best for you. Obviously, if you can get a therapist, that is an amazing thing. And I think that it's something that should be accessible to everyone if they want it. And it's unfortunate that it's not right now, but I'm really hoping that someday it will be. I think that therapy is something everyone should be able to try at least, not saying that everyone will find it beneficial, but I think it's it's definitely something everyone can try, whether you deal with mental health issues or not, it can be very, very nice to just have someone to go to, to talk to, that is not biased in any way. My seventh tip, actually, hold up, I'm going to take a matcha break really quick. You guys, that little touch of cinnamon in this matcha is just making... This is so good. Number seven, drinking water. Again, I know people hear this all the time, so I'm not going to talk super long on this, but it is a very important self-care tip to make sure that you are hydrating yourself. Your body is like over 70% of water, so if you want to feel your best, you need to be able to give yourself water. But along with water, making sure you're getting in, obviously, um, minerals, and electrolytes because otherwise your body won't be able to absorb all the benefits from the water you're drinking. That's why I personally have started using adrenal cocktails. There is a podcast that I listen to called Are You Menstrual? And it talks, there's many episodes talking about how beneficial adrenal cocktails are and balancing your minerals and stuff. Um, So if you're interested in that, I definitely recommend go listening to that podcast because it has taught me so much about the importance of like minerals and balancing them and stuff, especially as a female. It can be very helpful with hormones and just feeling your best. Yeah, getting your water in, getting your fluids in, getting electrolytes in, very, very important if you want to feel your best. Number eight. 
Number eight is trying to have hobbies that bring me joy. And the key thing here is even if I'm bad at them. Having hobbies that I enjoy to do even if I'm bad at them. An example, I taught myself how to knit during quarantine. And when I started, I was not good at it at all. I could do like a couple lines and then there would be like a whole jumbled mess of like knots. Now I can, I mean, I'm still not the best at knitting, but I can do simple things. Like I can do the the squares that you piece together. I can do scarves. I can change colors of yarn, stuff like that. Um, Another example is playing the piano. I, when I started, um, I only played by ear. Then I went to piano lessons for a little bit, stopped doing that because I just kind of fell out of it. And recently, you know, the past couple years, I've kind of just got back into playing around with it. Even though I'm not like obviously the best piano player ever it's still fun to just you know play around on a piano and play different keys and see what sounds cool to me stuff like that art is another great example I'm definitely no perfect artist when it comes to like drawing or painting but drawing things that I feel or you know expressing things through colors or images is a very beautiful thing that I but I think everyone can agree, can be enjoyable, even even if you don't think it looks exactly the way that you want it to. If you can take that comparison away from other people who may be better at art or, you know, just are, are naturally gifted or have been doing it longer than you, it can truly be a very enjoyable experience. And it can also help you connect to like that inner child, which is something that I have been trying to focus on. And I think that it's you know, just finding things like that, um, that you may not be good at, the whole point of doing them is to try and, you know, maybe get better at them, or even if you don't get better at them, just doing it because you enjoy it, that's really what matters. Number nine is stretching and doing my physical therapy exercises. Now, as I said before, um, when I was talking about movement, I like to do stretching, I consider this a different thing because this is a self-care thing that I have to do for myself personally that I have to be consistent with. I have physical therapy exercises that I have to do every night and that is part of my self-care for myself is doing something that has been given to me to better certain issues that I'm dealing with and if I am not consistent with those, I will not see the benefits that I want to see. And that really isn't taking care of myself in the best way that I know that I can. So there's not really much else for me to say about that. I just think that it's definitely important that if you have some sort of physical therapy you need to be doing or, you know, maybe it's even like you need to cut back on exercise or something, like really listening to whatever you are supposed to be doing and and being consistent with it is going to be very, very beneficial for you. And then number 10, this is something that has taken me a lot of time to learn how to do, and I'm still learning, and I think it's going to be a never-ending process of learning and relearning, and that is having compassion for my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, 
even if I don't fully understand them. In simpler words, I guess, is just having space for how I feel without judgment. If I'm upset, I'm trying to learn to not look at it as, ugh, why do I have to be upset about this? Like, why, why is this happening? Instead of that, I'm trying to be like, okay, it's okay to be upset. You, this is a very valid reason to be upset. But let's also try to not let it ruin the whole day or how you're feeling right now. I'm, tr- I'm just trying to be more compassionate with myself about my feelings, understanding that I'm having those feelings for a reason. They are valid feelings. And whether other people think that they're valid or not, I know that for myself, I'm feeling them for a reason, just like you are feeling something for a reason. You don't need other people to validate your feelings. You are allowed to feel the way that you feel, whether other people understand it or not. And I think that just trying to give myself the space and the time to feel through feelings and listen to my thoughts and challenge my thoughts has been super beneficial. And like I said, it can be a really hard thing to do. It can be scary There are times where it's kind of hard. I don't know how to go about it. But with time and with patience, I believe that we will all be able to figure it out and get through it. So that is my 10 favorite self-care tips. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I would just like to say thank you to the person who recommended me doing this episode on my Instagram Um, I did put up a question box asking for some ideas of what people would like to hear me talk about. And this was one of the things. So thank you to the person who wrote this in. It was a great idea and I had a lovely time talking about it. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave this podcast a rating and review in the Apple Store or wherever you're listening to it. Share it with someone that you think needs to hear this or any of my other episodes. Follow me on Instagram at laney.foods and also at justathought.pod. And let me know on my Instagram post for this episode what your favorite self-care tip is. You know, maybe, maybe leave a few ideas. I think it's an amazing way for us to share with other people what we enjoy to do. And it might help other people through really tough times. That was Just a Thought with Laney. I will see you next week. I I will talk to you next week. Have a lovely rest of your week. Bye.